We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the DGD Podcast. As always, Robert Reynolds, Kobe Pierce rocking some sort of odd, strange hat for some reason. Uh, Keon and Juan. Juan has come off of his trip to Hawaii, and he is back in the confines of the DGD Podcast. So welcome, guys. How's everyone doing tonight, man? Fantastic. It's, hey, college football is here. Every, every, every weekend is a – or every week is a great week. I mean, Juan, you've got high school football. You've got college football to watch. You know, you're on Juan watch, by the way. Little um, little league football. I mean, I'm little league football out. Uh, you know what, though? So, uh, Project Pat down here said Bowers needs 74 yards. He's, he's, he's calling it Juan watch, by the way. Yeah. So, he'll, he'll get that this week. Oh, save it. Save it, Juan. We're, we're going to uh, make a little. He'll, we're make a little he'll probably get that on the first drive. Uh, damn. <laughs> It would feel better that way, Juan. Just one deep pass to him, 75 yards. Rip the Band-Aid off, man. Just let it happen. Welcome to number 11. Yeah. Anyways, I see see J-O-double-G is in the building and saying that uh, that hat looks great. Um, How does it make you feel to be Oscar the Grouch wearing trash can lid on your head? There it is. There it is. There it is. Yeah, um, I you know they beat Florida. It, it, how bad can it really feel? You know what I mean? Like, ask D'Angelo. Yeah. How does it feel? I, <laughs> obviously, wasn't on Monday. Um, you know, Utah came out through a backbreaker first play, and I knew from the moment they hit the play action pass deep, I was like, I was like, you can pack up, send them home right now. Uh, yeah. Uh, Pat fact, Juan is still the GOAT. Utah is still trash. Both accurate. Both accurate. Because you beat garbage doesn't make you not trash. I will let you know right now. The best part about it was they were were without cameras, and I think their backups. They were like third, fourth-string quarterbacks. They were driving down the field. Oh, man. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, Anyways, guys. So, nice to have you all back on. Uh, Monday, me and Keon here uh, discussed the – 
um, the game Saturday. Uh, so I want to get y'all's thoughts on the game. What what were y'all's thoughts on the uh, the UT Martin game before we decide to to move our eyes and sights onto Ball State? I, I mean, I, I was happy, you know, uh, and you know, Kobe can tell you anytime that you're playing a game and there's no injuries. You know, you you get out of there with any injuries. You know, people are getting some playing time. I'm I'm good with it. I mean, they're about as vanilla as can be. I'm a hundred percent okay with it. You have a lot of people that are, eh, you know, we're struggling or whatever. Get out of here. Um, th- those are most likely the people that never ever played. We need we need Brock. Brock should be starting. Yeah, put somebody else in and Bobo this. You know, it's just it's ridiculous. Yeah, I think I'm right there with Juan, very similar tune. Um, it, it, it's a game one, you know, like I talked about, the previous two years you're spoiled because you play Clemson, you play Oregon, you play games that, like, you have to show your hand week one. You have to show what you got, what do you have on offense, what wrinkles do you have, what blitzes do you have on defense. Um, you know, they had a good quarterback, too. I mean, guy that played at Ole Miss for a while, he was mobile, moved the pocket a good bit ran well um you know we gave up some rushing yards i guess my thing is like juan said he came out nobody's injured that's huge he still scored 48 points also very big i feel like i can agree with all fans if there's one gripe i have it's the miss the misused run on first and goal right before the half but i mean kirby addressed that monday in his press conference he said, that's something as coaches, because we got to get a, get a, do a better job getting a call in. We have to get Carson to do a better job getting a, us into a good play. Like, that's something we pride ourselves in. That's something we got to fix. That's something that's not going to happen again. I guess yeah, when no bullets doubt. are flying for the first time since January, there are going to be a couple of hiccups. I'll take 48 to 7 being our hiccup over losing to Utah. Yeah, I think another thing though that seven points, right? That that touchdown catch, man, that was a questionable uh, review to me. But neither here nor there. You give up a touchdown late in the game. I'm not too worried about it, uh, guys. Let's put that one to bed. Let's turn to the next chapter and let's uh, put our sights on uh, Ball State, shall we? Um, obviously, noon kickoff this time. Kirby's favorite. Can't complain, I guess. Um, you know, first things first, right? Ball State, I think they played – they played Kentucky – no. Yeah, Kentucky. Kentucky, they played Kentucky got thumped. So, obviously, they played Kentucky, and it wasn't the, it wasn't the prettiest. Um, this is a team that – right, this is another inferior opponent. Guys, this is also the replacement for a trip to Norman, might I add. All right? Can't go without stating that. And after Oklahoma's impressive uh, – victory over Arkansas State making Butch Jones cry. Um, how how fun would that be talking about a trip to Norman this week? Um, but the powers that be decided to say no. I could tell you how much that actually aggravated me. As you would you would you would have a Whataburger oh, and take your trip. Yeah. Fam, fam, they got Whataburger there. I mean I'm I was so mad to to see that be canceled as a person that lives in the DFW area. Taking a two-hour trip versus thirteen, oh man, man. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, uh, SEC decided to scrap that, so we have Ball State now. Uh, Oklahoma got SMU though. I'd love to see that. I'd love to see us play SMU for once. That'd be wild. 
I don't think we've ever done that. If we have, it's been a very, very long time. But anyway, you, uh, Ball State, I feel like it's somewhat of another mess match for Georgia, right? But this is also an opportunity to, right, to fix the things that we saw week one, uh, right? This is a second matchup. So you have you have game tape. You, have, you saw your deficiencies. You saw your strengths, things like that. Also, we've got some guys that could be coming back from injury potentially, um, and I think this is just another matchup to, right, to just tune up. As, I mean, for for short words there, just tune up game, if you will. Um, short, short words, fall scrimmage four. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Is yeah, I mean, in this, I mean, what are y'all looking forward to seeing? Right, like if you had one thing to choose from. What are you looking forward to the most in regards to what to expect Saturday? I mean, for for me, I would just say getting out of it injury free. You're you're not going to find a whole lot about your team playing a ball state. I mean, you're you're just not. You're not going to get any additional quarterback, you know, flashes of brilliance. You know, for me, you're going to be. You know, you'll see who you are when you're pressure tested. You know, when we play a South Carolina, when we play a Tennessee. That's who we're going to see who we are. But against these, you know, these, these scrub teams, you can give some people some playing time and some some experience. But outside of that, I just want them to get, you know, come out of this injury free. Juan, you said South Carolina. I'm not buying that shit either after week one. But that's no just me. I digress. Yeah, but I, I'm with Juan. I guess like player for player, just a little bit more, you know, competitive across the board. Um, and and I'm with Juan, keeping it healthy. Always a big thing. Um, O-line to redeem themselves. In in the run blocking way, yes. But also you heard – I mean, you also heard their coach talk about on, on his post-game presser. He goes, the one thing we were not going to let them do was run the ball. He goes, we were blitzing. We were stacking boxes. He goes, we were trying to do anything we possibly could to make it hard on them to run the ball game one. And they did a really good job. And I guess when you have a team like that, that's willing to take that away from you. Game one, you know, live bullets firing for the first time in a long time. It can make things kind of difficult. Um, yeah, yeah you, you brought up that right there. And I think that's another thing. Uh, Rudes mentioned the O-line to redeem themselves, right? Uh, started off, if you watch the run game, right, it was hard to move. Like, they didn't get no movement. And that's something that's right, that's something that we're not used to seeing, especially with the expectations from the preseason. Um, you know, I was thinking, you know, hey, we're, you know, at least get some push, things like that. I'm not necessarily worried about our pass protection, even with two new tackles, if you will. Obviously, Mims got a lot of rep, uh, a lot of reps last year, but uh, with Ernest Green, right, that left tackle, I think that's going to be interesting to see, right, as as the season comes along, right. You want to make sure that when you do see some, right, some teams, and you're going to see some teams with better defensive line and things like that, uh, how he handles that. But, you know, I want to see that. St- be consistent, right? I want to see the offensive line play get better in the in the run game, uh, you know, move piles, things like that. But at the same time, I do want to sustain that pass block because that pass protection was crispy all night. Keon, what do you think? Honestly, just making it out healthy, uh, really just getting the young guys some burn. Uh, I'd like to see Roderick again. Uh, my guy, Makai Muse, you know, how something AKA, again? AKA Mighty Mouse from now on, apparently. Project Pat says Mighty Mouse. Shout outs to Mighty Mouse. You know, 
love to see these guys go out there and make some plays, get accustomed, uh, and really just go throughout the rotation, honestly. Mostly just staying healthy is the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing. I do. Th- I mean, to add on to that, though, too, I know obviously staying injury-free is the way to go there. I just think another thing, I just want to see some more execution, right? I don't expect to open up the playbook, right? Just not going to just not going to expect that. But I do just want to see these guys. I want to see Carson Beck continue to stay in the pocket, continue to get better at going through his progressions and reads and make fix the mistakes. What we saw last week where you can hit the guys in stride. Right. I think if you look back, uh, the Dominic Lovett uh, slant route was the one that really stood out to me. Make sure you if you've got the time, go for it. Right. Make sure you hit your passes. Go. Like I said, just progressions, command the offense again and just kind of evaluate the performance from there. I mean, listen, for a first start to go for 294, I think it was, 21 for 31, 294, one tutty and a rushing touchdown too, it's not terrible, right? If you're uh, The one thing you might complain about is a lack of touchdown passes, but if that's all you're complaining about, that's a first-world problem. Just going to leave that there. Um, but I think that's something else that I would want to kind of right, see get into that situation and get uh, – Right, just kind of evolve the offense and get co- more comfortable. Because I mean, for what it's worth, week three you got South Carolina. Plus, y'all know this. Kirby's gonna—I wouldn't say open the bag, but he's gonna put a statement out. I, I just, for some reason, he just hates Shane Beamer, and I'm okay with that. Like, I'm just okay with that. So I think you—you know—I just want to get that stuff situated uh, and go from there. Um, but yeah, I think in regards to the balls in the Ball State game, staying healthy is the first priority right get the guys back healthy um i like i think lad and dejan might get some run too this week uh not obviously a, a ton but i think doing that right there um that's a good sign for georgia moving forward too i mean hell maybe you never know lad might catch a nice touchdown pass or something get a few yards get closer to one's top 10 spot i mean that <laughs> It's one of those things, too, that none of us are going to know. Nobody's going to know. Um, I don't care who you're subscribed to, who you listen to, any of that. When Smile Munden jogged out on the field late in that game on Saturday, I was befuddled what he was doing out there. Because everything you have heard has been he's weeks away, he's four weeks away, he's don't expect him back till Auburn. And there he went out there and ran a couple plays on defense. And back to the sideline, he came. Yeah, I, think, I mean, even you. Milton, though, <clears throat> even Milton wanted to get out there and, and get a few runs. I think he got like nine carries or something like that. He did, but I'm just saying. Yeah. But I yeah. guess the difference is like Milton early in the week, people were reporting was expected to play. I mean, Smile was still expected to be like four or five weeks away from playing. So I just guess like like you're saying with Lad and and Dejan, like just because Kirby says they're in a black jersey at practice on Tuesday doesn't necessarily mean that. They're not uh, yeah. going to jog out five plays, five offensive plays. Um. Yep. For those listening, I just saw this comment. I have to bring this up. Um, we have our we have our uh, special guest, uh, Rudes, in the chat. I see uh, Kobe over here showing some support for our guy. Um, didn't even need didn't even need him out there to beat Florida. By the way, might I add? Um, so if you, just going to leave that there. But uh, but I digress. Uh, just gonna keep that there, but yeah, showing support for for Rudes there in the chat there, you know, just got to do that. But um, but no, I, th- I think I think obviously we kind of have what we want to expect. But let's talk keys to victory, right? 
what does your i'm glad you take that off by the way thank you um it it it, it i'm better now i'm not confused and, and baffled anymore so we're good thank you uh, i'll take the master's hat now but um keys to victory Juan, what do you what are you what is your key to victory for this game just just showing up to the game <laughs> this is one of the ones that, you know we all, always used to hear this thing is you know what you can't go out there and just roll your helmet on the field and expect to win this is a situation where they can just go out there and roll their helmets on the field and expect to win. You know, uh, Ball State is coming off of a beatdown by Kentucky. Kentucky's not going to be very good this year, and uh, they just got absolutely beat down. They are, you know, in the bottom of almost every statistical category. They're not going to be able to score on us. I don't. I just don't see that happening. They have a pretty good receiver. They're going to try to get him, you know, get him the ball in, in space. He had about like 90 yards against Kentucky. I just don't see him doing a whole lot right there, a lot of pressure on the quarterback, it's, it's going to be a beatdown. Keon, what about you, sir? I mean, we're just going to just knock them loose, man. Honestly, I, I just think we're going to come out there firing on all cylinders. Um, like I said, I just staying disciplined is honestly one of the biggest things uh, need to see our, our corners come out and have a really strong game uh, to minimize the players that they have on their wide receiving core, especially buddy. You said that had nine, what do you say? 90 yards, 90 yards. Yeah. Yeah. We got to take him out the game. So yeah. we, we got to have him on plant mode. So definitely neutral, definitely neutralizing what you're saying, right? A hundred percent. George, George is good at that. So I, I don't feel lack of any confidence there by doing that. Kobe, what's your key to victory, sir? Yeah, I looked it up just so we could get it. Devin Leary was 18 of 31 with 240 with a touchdown to pick. They ran the ball. One guy basically ran the ball 14 times for 112 yards. That Barry, was that Barry and Brown or no? Ray Davis. Oh, okay. Um, Barry is receiver, right? And, and they won 44 to 14. Um, Ball State had three fumbles, two that they gave over. Their quarterback was 15 for 21 for 165 and one touchdown. I think that, uh, you know, you're going to run out there, like Juan said, you run out there, you don't turn the ball over three or four times, you're going to be just fine. I mean, it's just one of those that sometimes the guys that you line up across from, they just don't even belong on the same field as you do. Yeah. And, and that's putting it in a nice way of like, I mean, they're all really good athletes for their conference, but, and they may even would be competitive at a division one school, but there is just a level above in the top five schools in the country. Man, I uh, see uh, a key to victory uh, project. Pat says, don't be Clemson uh, facts. I, I think, I think mine would, you know, if I had to, if I had to choose a key to victory, um, you know, all, all we need to do is make sure that they don't call on Tyrone because then you're screwed. But I don't 100%. see that happening. Don't see it happening. Uh, dogs dominate. Simple as that. Um, just execute. Right, just just be efficient on offense. Don't turn the ball over. You know, just don't shoot yourself in the foot. I mean, literally what Pat said there. Right? Just don't shoot yourself in the foot. Handle business. I think Kirby, in my opinion, probably tries to establish a run game. Right, even if it's Roderick or whoever 
for that matter. I, I just see, I, I just feel that coming. Um, that's just my thoughts. But yeah, I, I think you, I think you see, I, I, I think we had some manufactured chaos here, but I think we see that a little bit here again. If you, if you think about it, like the circumstances that was pushed on Georgia last week, mm-hmm. I think you see some of the same things happening. Uh, just maybe altered a little bit just to kind of create some chaos and keep people on their toes. If that's what you do have to do to fight the complacency, then so be it. But again, just make sure you have that, uh, the, the phones off that way they can't call on Tyrell and you win this game because if, if you call them, shit can get ugly quick. Mm-hmm. Shit can get ugly. Right? You don't, you don't understand the power of Tyrell, man. Call him. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh man! Oh my word! But yeah, no, I think I think keys to victory there. I mean, to me, it just makes sense, right? It's, this is this is another one of these matchups, right? Don't fall asleep, come out, right? Don't don't play down to the competition. That's something you don't want to see, I think. But um, but yeah, uh, Rue says he can't use his phone. I'm glad I'm glad he's uh, rejecting that. Just gonna leave that there, guys. Let's make our predictions. Y'all want to make some predictions? <clears throat> Before we do that, though, let's talk about some players to watch for. Um, who are you watching out for? Uh, we'll start with Kobe this time. We'll start out with Mr. Masters down there. Um, what player are you watching out for this Saturday? Um, it's going to be a combo. Ernest Green, Xavier Trust. Both need to have significantly better days than they had last week. Both were pretty horrific in the run game as far as their run blocking went. Both were exceptional in their pass blocking game, but um, just both need to step it up a little bit. It hurt even worse because they both are their left guard and left tackle. So I think it made it even more noticeable when um, maybe they don't mess up on the same play, but maybe Trust messes up on this play and maybe two plays later then your left tackle is messing up and then all of a sudden you're looking around going, why can't we block anybody on the left side? Um, I think they have a big a big thing to prove because I think your center, your right guard, and your right tackle blocked fairly well across the board. Um, so they're they definitely did, who they I weren't perfect, but they did a lot. What you're saying is they did significantly better overall. I mean, yeah, they I had their, the other three were closer to like 75 to 85 grades, and, okay. and the other two I'm talking about are like around 55. So, um, um, Matt makes uh, me wonder what Bloody Tuesday would look like this week. But um, no, so I see Dogman in the chat. Welcome. I don't think that's a name that I've seen in a while or ever. Uh, welcome to the brigade. He says he wants to see the backups the entire second half. Ideally, that's the situation. Um, Root says let BVG play, kill him with his wheels and big accurate arm. And then Star Wars Dog says he'll have his eye on Pop Johnson. Keon, I'm gonna let you uh, let you go next, sir. Who who's the player you're watching out for? Uh, I'll give you two. It's gonna be from the same room. Uh, Andrew Paul. And I've got to say, Roderick Robinson, I want to see those two guys really get a chance to really go out there and and make some plays. Um, Andrew getting back into the swing of things and Roderick, you know, young gun, you know, young pup getting out there, getting exercise. Yeah. (laughs) We get down, baby. We get down. But uh, I think those are good calls. I mean, again, man, we didn't see. The best run performance, right? And I think Kobe mentioned it at first, right? The 
the left side of the line could be a portion of this. I'm not saying it's everything, but getting a better offensive line production in regards to the run game opens up those run holes and everything like that for a better game. Uh, one. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to you know kind of go with that same theme that Keon had two people from the same room, and that's going to be um, Vandergriff, and then that's going to be um, Gunner. So, you know, you heard earlier this week that Kirby said both of them are neck and neck. Well, now, like, this is going to be an opportunity to let him have a true quarterback competition against, you know, somebody else. Um, you know, just kind of even playing field, um, take the third quarter, fourth quarter, just let him battle it out um, so that we can, so that everybody can see it. Um, I, I, I'd love to see something like that. Okay. I think I'm going to go, if I had to do my two, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go one offense, one defense. I want to I wanna see from a receiver perspective – Right. I want to see Dominic Lovett. Right. I want to see how he bounces back because there were a couple drops that he had. Right. One wide open touchdown that got hit out of his hands. Should have been a surefire touchdown. Um, I want to see how he responds. Right. What we saw what he did at Missouri for what it's worth. But at the same time, I, I just want to see how he responds. I think he has the potential to be our guy, especially this week. I just want to see him get more comfortable, get that chemistry built up, get that uh, rapport going with Carson. I think that's going to matter early on. Um, defense, man, there's a lot I want to go to. I want to see. Uh, I want to see Humphrey. I want to see. I want to see one of those that cornerback too, because I want to say he started off early. Uh, started early. Um, didn't have a problem with coverage or anything like that. Just want to see. I just want to see them get more comfortable and see if he gets more reps at the uh, CB two spot. Um, I think you look at another guy on defense. It's kind of a unit. I think the uh, defensive line. I want to see that defensive line get more pressure. Um, for what it's worth, I mean, we had a what a sack or two. I think it was, but one sack. Okay, but yeah. So we. I want to see us get more pressure there. I, th- I think, especially looking ahead to week three. There, there shouldn't be a reason why you shouldn't – I want to see you get after it, uh, whether whether that be Jordan Hall, whether that be right Logue, Stackhouse, Brinson, whoever, right? I just want to see some pressure. Big jaw. Big jaw. <laughs> I mean, my man was wrecking shit too for the time he got into. I was happy to see that again. But Shout-outs to the guy. Man. Oh, man. Boy was hyped up. Can't be mad about that. Uh, Kobe said walk on power. Yeah, I think – Hey, can Makai Muse do some of the same? What about Cash Jones? I'd like to see Cash Jones get some more utilization out of the backfield, to be honest, too. But one, um, I want to, I want to go back to this. What, what do you think about Makai Muse? Man, I, I just tell you, uh, you know, you talk about packing a lot of power, you know, and, and a little guy. His, he just wants it. You know, he's one of those guys that you can just tell he wants to be a Georgia Bulldog. He's going to do any and everything to to make the team better. I just love his energy. Um, you know, it, for him, it's like you know, size is enough. You know, just give me the football, and I'm going to make I'm going to make things happen. So it, it was awesome to see. It was definitely nice to see that 54 yard tutty. I'll tell you that. Yeah, uh, the house mouse is for real. You know what? The, I want to see some special teams. Hey, uh, Kobe, I tried telling you that Woodring was going to win that kicker battle. By the way. I'm glad you were right. I'm glad I got him on my fantasy team. Now that you're here, got to bring that ass here, boy. Tried to tell you. I understand your logic, though. I'm not going to be mad about that. I'm not going to put you on blast too much, but it does feel good to be right at one time. 
I'll take it for what it's worth. I'm not good at this shit, but when I'm right, I have to let it be known, you know. But um, but not, I, I'd like to see the for what it's worth, the UT Martin punter was fucking good. Oh, yeah. he was. He, he was, was good. Booming. He was good. So I would like to see I'd like to see Makai Muse in the return game. Makai Muse didn't mess up anything, didn't muff any punts or anything. Oh, Clemson. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Duke, sorry, my bad. Um Yeah, but you know, in, in the spring game, um Muse took back two. Yeah. Uh, in the spring game. So he he looked fantastic running the ball. Uh, House yeah. call. Yeah. Yeah. See, I feel like that stuff goes unnoticed until it happens to you, right? Because like we saw, we saw it with Dorson against Tennessee, right? Like mm-hmm. special teams matters. That dude didn't let off anything, and he pins you back a lot. Like if you think about it, with Carson and Brock, I think started within their own ten yard line at least once. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I'd like to see some punt return game happen at some point. I'd like to see how it. I mean, listen, y'all seen it? Juan, you called it out at G Day, right? <laughs> Muse is he's a little shifty little fella. Yeah. All right. I'd like to see him be able to try to break one off because I think I think he can. Right. Like no knock to anyone else. I, I just think that I'd love to see something like that happen. Um before we get to our uh players of the game predictions. <laughs> oh boy. I mean he's not wrong though. Yeah. Uh yeah. Star Wars, Star Wars yeah. Dog says that punter will be at a power five school next year. Listen. Agreed. No, you're no, probably no, right. Seriously, real talk. If if he doesn't already, just go to the league. All right. <laughs> After the second punt, I was like, "Oh shit, this yeah. guy, he does not want us to return anything." He okay. Take that thing to the bookstore. Yeah, he said, "Put that shit in a parking uh, lot." Not, not, he, he said, he, "He said I heard the bridge is ticketed. Now we're gonna give some some fan a lucky shot." Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. No. Anyway, <laughs> sorry about that. Um. Any any bold takes before we get to our uh, our predictions for the game in regards to player of the game predictions? Any final any bold takes, guys? Big Jaw gets a sack. <sighs> Big Jaw gets a sack. Well, you try you just trying to make me all giddy, ain't you? That's what yeah, you're a little bit, a little bit. What I'm telling you, if it happens, I'm a genius, and then if it doesn't, I'm gonna say, oh, I meant next week. See, look at this. Never. Sound like Never Florida. wrong. Old. You sound like you Never. sound like you sound like a Florida fan trying to prolong their first win. Oh, we'll get it next week. We got to talk about that. We got to talk about that. Jesus. Uh, yeah, we yeah. We'll 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 give you a chance to air your grievances. Um, yeah, we'll have to do that in a little bit. But uh, I, I think if I had to make it, I, I think Andrew Paul gets his first touchdown. There we go. I think I think he gets his first touchdown. Um, I mean, Roderick's was an easy walk-in, but I'd like to see. I, I think that can happen. Uh, Ruth says, Ruth says Nazir Stackhouse gets significant playing time. I think he – doesn't he already – and they rotate in. So, I mean, I don't know what you consider significant playing time in a kind of game like this, but I, I think he gets some significant reps for sure. I just think they rotate, man. Like, that's just – I think that's what's going on until someone truly just steps the fuck out, like just breaks out. Um Here's a good question, guys. Star Wars Dogs has over under four sacks. Over under. He said it at four specifically. So, one over, over or under? Over, over four. Over four. Over. Yeah, over. Keon, over or under? Definitely over. Okay. Kobe, over under. Under until proven otherwise. 
Oh, uh, he he broke my devil's advocate pick. I was going to say under just because if you notice how fast these guys get the ball out of their hands, you're going to see that all season. <laughs> you just are. But again, when you have the safeties that Georgia has, this is why that shit matters because we, we, we saw this last week where, you know, Malachi Starks, Javon Buller, uh, Tyke Smith all were meeting guys at the line of scrimmage, tackling them right there, right? You know how important Juan, you know this. That's super important. Getting your safeties beating them there rather than seven yards in the backfield or in the right down the field. That matters, right? So I just think I mean, listen, that's the best safety trio, period, in the country. Don't don't question it. Um, but no, I just think guys are getting the ball out of their hands, doing a lot more short passes, right? And that opens up the right, that just opens up more tackles for the safeties. If you really think about it, Malachi. Javon, uh, Tyke, and Dan Jackson all led the team in tackles last week. So that tells you what you need to know. So I think I'm, I'm going on the under, and it's not in a bad way. I just think that people are starting to – people are, can't guard us, so they get the ball out of their hands and try to get into space. I, I think that's just what that boils down to. So I'm going under for now. Um, ask me this same question next week. you got to maybe have a different answer for you. Because those motherfuckers can't block shit. We are knocking Spencer Rattler's shit loose. I hope y'all are ready for it. Um, Tune in next Wednesday. Uh, It's going to be fun. But um, I saw another one. Hold on. There was a couple more guys. Um, Dogman says the secondary will have three picks. How do y'all feel about that? If they have three picks, two of them are house calls. Uh, Speaking of house calls, Malachi has a pick six. That's Rude's. Kentucky did have three last week. Apparently, uh, Kobe mentions there was three last week. So three pick sixes. They were they were no. fumbles. Oh, yeah. three turnovers. Turnovers. Oh, oh. two fumbles. I mean, Jesus. two fumbles and a pick. I'm pretty sure was what it was last week. So I'm. I mean, if you have three pick sixes, you might as well. Anytime you drop back, just roll the ball. I mean, honestly, that's about it. Jesus. Guys, we're gonna we we went in over half an hour. We still ain't even talked about our first sponsor of the show, guys. You know who that is? That's Alumni Hall. It's Alumni Hall, folks. Uh, check them out. Follow them on Twitter or Instagram at Alumni Hall UGA. Located in Athens, about ten minutes away from the stadium. Got your license, Nike, Cutter and Buck, you name it. License apparel. Uh, listen, uh, new Air Maxes. They restocked them today. So if you need your Air Maxes, UGA Air Maxes. Go get them. So those things have been selling out every time they put them in stock. Um, check them out. DGDpodcast.com. Drop down. The, uh, click the shop on the drop down. Go to Alumni Hall. Take you right there where you need to be. Uh, or just scan the QR code if you're watching. Uh, thanks, Alumni Hall, for sponsoring the show. Didn't those uh, shoes like sell out in like 30 minutes the yeah, last go around? Yeah, no, the first. Yeah, they, they popped up in 30 minutes. So it's gone. Gone. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It was insane. Let's um, go, so, Roots. Yes, sir. What is Starks equals Jamal Adams? No, he it says his, his, his last prediction is my son balls out this week. Oh, shit. After I, after I saw what you did against Hawaii, I'd love to see that. Which, yeah. Save it for later. We're going to talk about that. Uh, I think there might be something in there. It's a little in our predictions. Shh. Spoiler alert. Uh, anyways, um, Star Wars Doc says, if you started Discord for Georgia fans, you'd be interested in that. Uh, we'll talk about it. Hit us up offline, man. We'll talk about that. Um, but anyways, guys, do we not have a Discord? 
We do. We do. It's on our, uh, it's actually on dgdpodcast.com. Um, we'll get you there situated though. Um, feel free also, if you're watching or listening uh, and you're interested in joining that, let us know. Shoot us an email. Uh, just go to our website. You'll see it. Guys, it's, should we do this? Should we let, should we let Keon and the game, Rob and the game just to air some grievances out? Because we were on here Monday, Keon. And we were getting live notifications about the Clemson and Duke game. So we weren't able to actually talk in real time, letting some folks know that their team is trash and they have to deal with that. So why don't we do a quick little piece, right? Why don't we do a little quick part two of your team is trash and you have to deal with that. Keon, you've been holding this shit in since Monday. You said there was some mm-hmm. stuff, so I'm going to let you – I need to know why people are supposed to tune in right now. So for those that are watching, you promised some good shit. So I'm going to – I'm just going to shut up right now. What do you have to say? All right. We're going to start with all of the things that I felt was wrong just within the first quarter. I'm not even going to do a breakdown of the whole game. We're just going to stick with the first quarter. The first two-step drop, really? Your your corner and your safety running to each other. Don't nobody see each other, so that's cool. You had a guy named Money Parks who cashed in on that ass immediately. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. He was running like he had shit to do. Like, it wasn't even like he was playing a game. He was just... it's. If you remember being in college trying to make it in class right before the, before the bell go off or like right before the time cut off, it was just like he he was moving like it almost looked like he was sped up and everybody else was slowed down. That's how the gap was. OK, second, Florida. Now, look, I'm not going to tell you all how to run y'all traditions. Y'all do that. How Y'all do that. It's, it's all garbage to me. You give, you give this guy, Graham Mertz, a nickname as Murder Mertz. First off, he's Mr. Meter Mertz. And you gave him Tim Tebow's number? And y'all thought that was going to work? The only good thing I have to say about that game is that this kid is tough because he kept getting the shit knocked out of him. But he slid, he slid for the first down face first like Derek Jeter in the damn World Series and gets his clock wrong. I mean, they hit the Control-Alt-Delete button at the back of his head. Boom. Contact. Impact immediately. Florida. I watched Utah, a team that everybody besides me, all up here picked and said this is going to be clear, easy, There's no other way to think about it. I tried not to be the biggest hater in the planet, right? Right? Try to give some hope. Y'all are trash. It's. (laughs) Oh, God, man. When will you learn to stop going with Gator Garbage? Man, I just, you know what? You know what? I've learned. I've been delivered. Okay. I'm a changed man. We'll Florida, see. your team is dog shit. And you have to deal with that. Oh, my God. 
Juan, welcome back to welcome back to the first rend, your first rendition of your team is trash, sir. Is there a team that you would like to call out, and if so, who shall it be? Uh, TCU, like you, you're a you're a, a runner up in the national championship. You're at home, and you let Shador Sanders have a all-time record high against you at your home. Your team is absolute trash. I mean, they're, they're just trash. And, uh, you know, and, and that's not really a knock on Colorado, but come on, TCU. You had all that hype, and you're trying to redeem yourself, and this is what you do. And then to top that off, you know, your last year's quarterback ended up getting cut <laughs> in the NFL because he is trash. So, oh you know, god! It, it, you know, it's an extension of trash. I mean, this dude came out there and played like fucking Tom Brady in this in 2011. Like this shit is crazy. Oof! For, first game? Yeah. <laughs> well, damn. Um, Kobe, which team yeah. do you want to call out? I got some. <clears throat> I got some beef with a team, and it's them damn Bears down in Baylor. My lock of the week on the podcast last week is them Baylor Bears with Dave Aranda going to take care of business. Texas State, one of the worst teams historically over the past 20 years. And Mm -hmm. they go into Baylor and it's just a bear beatdown, like 45-25, something crazy, not even close. Um Luckily, my upset of the week hit. Hallelujah. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here in the end of it this week. But uh, (laughs) Baylor Bears, Dave Aranda, y'all look like y'all are in quite some trouble. And Dave Aranda, I would say your seat, good sir, is scorching hot after a home loss to Texas State week one. Was Was it unbearable? I I, I didn't watch most of it. It was that unbearable. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. One got that because he's smiling. He grinned yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he I got see it. What you did there. Oh yeah, uh, guys, I let y'all talk. Y'all's grievances. Boy, I got. I'm going. I'm. We 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 all going to go around. We gonna pass the collection plate on this because uh, guys, nil is about to get get burned. Uh, Clemson, your team is trash, and you have to deal with that. What a what a performance, Riley Leonard. First off, Riley Leonard. What a performance. Duke wrecked shit on Clemson. All right. The bad part is I feel like an idiot because I sat here in the in the before the season started and I made a hot take. Keon, I made a hot take. Yeah, I remember it. That I that I think they could beat them. And I think if they did, that they would go to the ACC championship game. But my dumb ass sat here and picked Clemson. For some reason, I picked Clemson. Just for some reason. I don't know why I did, but I did. You burned me. You could take your non-portal using ass and go on somewhere because your team is trash. And you have to deal with that. Your offense, it didn't look like a Garrett Riley offense. I know it's one game. Who is Garrett Riley an extension of? Oh, don't do it. Tell them. Let them know. TCU. Trash. So, God's NIL lost to the Blue Devils. 
It's got to be sacrilegious somewhere. I don't know. Welcome to Your Team is Trash, <laughs> and you have to deal with that part two. The only part two that you'll catch this this season because, well, this is the only year that you'll have games played Thursday through Monday. So there is that. They, they lost to a basketball powerhouse. Hey, don't make me go get my Duke shit right now. Don't make Please me do don't. It. Please don't. I ain't going to do it. Please I'll don't. Burn this, I'll burn this motherfucker down. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Jesus. I, I'm Listen, I'm just saying. And Rude's brought this up here as well. He said, O-line never showed up. Wide receivers dropped passes all over. And that defense went from top 10 to JV. But the, the offense, they shot themselves in the foot over and over and over. And honestly, Coach K did probably claim credit for that. So be it. Um, but no, nah, in all seriousness, so Mike Elko's turned that program around in a big way and fast. Um, listen, a lot of people probably don't even realize that they won nine games last season, right? Went nine and four, bowl game win. The, the momentum, the culture of the Duke football program has changed immediately with Elko. And it would not surprise me after Monday's win that he's a hot commodity come any time this season, more than likely in the offseason after the season. But it wouldn't surprise me to see some bigger teams come calling. Um, I'd like to see Texas A&M. No, nah, they, got, they got Jimbo. Shit, they, won, uh, they won week one, so for, things are good for now. We'll see. Uh, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. No, don't. Don't. Why did? Why did you say that? Why did you put? Why did you put that out there? He, in the he's, world? Been, he's been a goddamn devil advocate right now. That's what he's doing. That why? Why would you? You know that's you know that's like Florida, right? Like Florida, we you don't want them, them to have anything nice. You, you picked them. We all make mistakes. <laughs> that's the point here. I mean, you picked Baylor. Guess, I'm playing. If I'm playing devil's advocate, I'd rather see Elko down there than Glenn Schumann. I don't see I don't see Schumann going down there. I see him. I, I, yeah, no, they can have Elko. You know what? Maybe Elko that. is. We can debate that all night. The next maybe Elko is the right. job that opens up, Glenn Schumann is gone. Don't we'll see. see. Why we'll is see. he saying all of this out loud? He's putting this in the world. Why are you doing this? Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you do it. Right. Guys, that was that was that was your team is trash. And you have to deal with that. But before we get to our pickums, guys, second sponsor of the night, Apotheos Coffee. Tell you right now, best coffee in the business. Classic City Collective Dark Roast. Gets me going every single morning. That's all you need. Best coffee in the business. No literally the coffee of champions. Hit them up on Instagram at Apotheos Roastery or Twitter at Apotheos Coffee. Scan the QR if you're watching uh, QR QR code, excuse me, if you're watching this or if you're listening, dgdpodcast.com. Click the shop drop down, go to Apotheos, and it'll send you their collection. Every single bag of coffee or K cups that you purchase, twenty percent of the proceeds will be sent to the Classic City Collective because Apotheos is the official coffee and cold brew partner of the Classic City Collective. So do yourself a favor, get you some good damn coffee. And, and support the dogs as well. Thank you, Apotheos. Guys, pick them, Tom. Y'all ready for this? Oh, man. All right, guys, here's what here's what we did last week, right? Here's what we looked like last week. Oh, hold on, wait. What, what is this? What is this? Oh, man. All right, here's where, here were the results from last week. So, F- Florida, Utah, again, Keon, you picked Utah. Or, I mean, 
Everybody I wish I did. Utah. Yeah, you should have. Uh, you picked Florida. Everyone else picked Utah. We know who won that game. Uh, clean slate for Louisville, Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech lost in the con- only the way Georgia Tech lose. Uh, Colorado TCU. We got made to look like fool. Thanks TCU. The battle for Miami. We all picked the right one. Tennessee, Virginia, picked the right one. Washington as well. The brigade was a sole victor on the LSU versus Florida State. We all got wrong on Clemson, Duke, and South Carolina, North Carolina. Got obviously got the right situation there. UT Martin, Georgia took that dub. Uh, lock of the week, Kobe, you missed your lock of the week, so you technically lost two points. Uh, Stanford did beat uh, Stanford beat Hawaii. Ashton Daniels balled the fuck out. Uh, shout out one. Ohio State won, obviously, uh, even though it wasn't impressive. And Michigan won as well. Upset of the week, uh, Connecticut did not beat NC State. ECU did not win against uh, Michigan. Houston did upset, so Kobe washed. And San Jose State did not win. So to bring up the points, current points projection here, Brigade went 7-3 and three with a current 13-4 and four season uh, to date. Uh, Keon went five and five at the bottom, ten and seven uh, to date. Damn. Kobe Juan and myself went six. And <laughs> Kobe Juan and myself went six and four. Uh, Juan is in the lead, thirteen and four. <laughs> oh man. Oh, oh man. Um, Kobe, you're at twelve and five. Juan, you're at thirteen and four, and I am tied with Keon at ten and seven. Points wise. Uh, five points for Keon, uh, six for the rest of us. Uh, Juan, again, you're you're in the lead with 13 points. Kobe, you're right behind him with 12. Me and Keon tied with 10. So these are your standings so far. And that's why that's why I hate Baylor because I'd be winning right now. You would. If Dave Aranda hadn't choked. This is this is. I just want you to understand. The addition of the lock and the upset with the points, additions and, redu- and reductions, it's going to come back and it's going to help somebody or it's going to bite somebody in the ass. Just going to leave it there. Uh, it's just that simple. Uh, seed, seed vision in the building. Uh, J-O-W-G saying that coffee makes her happy. I'm glad. I'm glad. With your old senile ass sometimes. It's all good. Uh, yeah. Anyways, guys, let's get to our picks. All right. First matchup of the week. Purdue Boilermakers taking on the Virginia Tech Hokies, guys. Purdue coming off of a loss to a subpar team and Virginia Tech winning. Here's what the predictions are. Everyone everyone chooses Virginia Tech except Juan. Juan, you have Purdue. Explain why you chose Purdue in this matchup, sir. I like their helmets. (laughs) That's the only thing I I, I could say. I don't even know. I don't, even, yeah, I don't even know why I picked That's a bold move, Cotton. I hope it pays off. Watch, he be the one that gets right on this yeah. one. We got to come this, back this, and be like, what happened? This motherfucker here, man. He would. He would. Bro, he I'm would. telling you. It would. <laughs> it happened last year. Yeah. It happened last year. It did. Uh, I just, you know, I just think that um, when, when it comes to Virginia Tech, right, they're playing in Blacksburg. Um, Brent Brent. Pry, excuse me. I don't expect Virginia Tech to be world beaters by any means, but I think they're going to be significantly better um, than. I don't need them to be Quinta. world beaters. I need them to be boilermaker beaters. That's all I need from them. That's it. I, yeah, I, I picked them because the only thing I know is Beamer Ball. 
So that's about it. But no, in all seriousness, though, I think I think Virginia Tech handles it. That environment and the home game. Listen, it's Purdue. I mean, they, listen, they were the Big Ten West champions last year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, tell me how bad the Big Ten West was. Uh, but yeah, I, I just I just think VTech handles this. I think listen, I, I think that place is with with Pry. I think they're doing some things that they're mending some situations that Fuente just did not. He just burned shit, and I think Pry's on the fix. He's mending shit. But that's that's who we pick there. Um, so there is that. So Juan. We'll see how your we'll see how your strategy pulls off. You know, can't say that it's right or wrong, but we'll sh- we shall see. Now this game is this was interesting because I was expecting this to be more interesting, but after the week one situation, this shit has become completely different. Nebraska going to Colorado to take on Coach Prime, Shadur, and Travis Hunter, and them Colorado Buffaloes. Um, I think this. Like, I want to say there were some tickets, man. That were like, I think like the cheapest tickets are like four, six hundred bucks somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Some astronomical amount, especially for Colorado standards. Guys, that's that's fucking insane. Um, obviously, we saw what he did, right? But here's our predictions for the for this matchup: clean sweep, brigade, Keon, myself, Kobe, and Juan all choose Colorado. And, and honestly, and what's crazy about that for me is that that's not even like necessarily how good Colorado looked versus TCU. It's how bad Nebraska looked versus Minnesota for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, they looked awful against Minnesota. So I mean, uh, you're not wrong. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, they they look really, really bad. So, it'll take a miracle for Nebraska to go into Boulder and come out victorious. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the next one. Kobe, do you still have that hat, sir? Threw it away already. Good. Well, good. Uh, Utah, traveling to Baylor. Uh, this is going to tickle your fancy here. Uh, everyone chooses Utah. Um, we don't even know if Cam Rising is going to be playing. I would expect he might, but I'm not sure. Don't matter. D- don't matter. I know Utah's better than Texas State. Right. I know that I know that Utah's better than Florida, so that's all I need to believe in this team against Baylor. That's Burn, I, burn me once, I've, Baylor, not again. <laughs> I, um, I, won't, I won't doubt you anymore, Utah. I'm so sorry. Juan, can we agree, even though Utah's trash, they win this game? Yeah, yeah. Utah is absolute garbage. And anybody in Utah is absolute garbage. Agreed. Damn. damn. Sister wives, trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, let's, let's wait for this comment to pop up in the chat. We know it's coming. Uh, next matchup, actually pretty interesting one. I think this is going to be a fun matchup. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, Iowa taking on Iowa State in Ames. Um, again, I think this is a clean sweep here, though, and, we, you know, everyone chooses Iowa. Uh, would anyone, for what it's worth, be surprised if Iowa State wins? And if so, Hell why? yes. You'd be surprised. Okay. Why would – I mean – Iowa State just that trash too. Well, no, Iowa. I I feel like they're they're known for their trenches and honestly, just their defense. I think that they're going to run it. Iowa State has been awful for as long as I can honestly remember. Um, yeah, no, not a not a fan. One. Um, it seems Jared Double G says you chose Colorado because that's where you rendezvoused with Lewis and Clark. Is this accurate? 
That is fair. <laughs> that did you did you introduce Apotheos to them or something? I did. You did, did. look at you. God damn, you're you, you're fucking Good. scholar and a saint. Right our sponsors. God, you're a scholar and a saint. I just want to let you know that if you haven't heard it today. Um, yeah, but Iowa, I think clean. I just Iowa's just a better team. That's just what it's worth. Uh, next matchup. I think this could be somewhat tricky to see how this plays out, but I still think this is too much. Notre Dame traveling to Raleigh to take on the NC State Wolfpack. Um, everyone chooses Notre Dame here. Uh, is there any shot Notre Dame loses to NC State? Nope. Don't see it. Um, nope. Not if their head coach wants to enjoy his job much longer. I just think Notre Dame actually looks like a legit team this season for what it's Honestly. worth. For yeah. what it's worth, I think they look like a legit team, and they, they have a they have an eight year senior at quarterback. You know, yeah, Hartman apparently looks like a, a GQ model. Apparently, like the he looks forty five. The other thing is, NC State almost lost to like nobody last week too. Um, I thought didn't you have them? Wasn't that your upset pick, uh, Rob? Was somebody upsetting NC State? Yeah, UConn. I UConn. thought UConn was going to upset yeah, like a 14-point game. Well, well, they were on the road. Yeah, I mean, they were on the road at, in Connecticut, too. But, yeah, I think it was like two scores or something like on that. On the road in Connecticut. Whoever heard Another, of scared to be on the road in Connecticut? Another basketball powerhouse. Juan, um, and I need you to read this. So it says, I'm going to keep it classy over here and say you MS. <laughs> say you motherfuckers. We'll give Utah and its residents the respect we deserve by end of season. Even the second-string quarterback was awesome. You played Florida. Hey, pause. Pause. Yeah. Florida is is the scum of the SEC. And you're happy that you beat the scum of the SEC. Uh, So instead of team, please make this the state. I I digress. Uh, Next matchup. I think this is going to be interesting here. All right. I think this one will be actually interesting, even though the predictions say otherwise. Ole Miss travels to Tulane, right? Tulane riding the momentum from beating USC in the bowl game last season. Um, carried over, obviously, both of these teams are 1-0. Uh, everyone here chose Ole Miss. I just think the offense, right, the, the firepower from Ole Miss can handle Tulane. Um, I, I'm, I don't know enough about the defense with Pete Golden there at Ole Miss yet to really feel confident and say that their defense is going to be significantly better. Is there any is there any situation here where you'd be surprised if Tulane did beat Ole Miss? If they beat Ole Miss, I'd be pissed. I got Kayshawn Jenkins, and that means he would probably have to have a terrible game. So that kind of messed me up this week. It, it would so. definitely have to be some turnovers. There, it, 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 won't, it won't happen. We don't have to worry about it. It won't happen. I hope this gets clipped. <laughs> here we are. Right. Um, no, I, I, I'd, I'd like to say Ole Miss wins this. I think I think it'll be a fun game to watch, though. I, I do think it'll be a fun game to watch, but I just think Ole Miss is just too strong. Uh, we'll see what happens, though. All right, getting into more inter- entertaining matchups here, guys. Yes, bring it up for me. Oh, talk to me, talk to me. Bam, uh, guys. Let's let's talk about something though. A and M, Texas A and M versus Miami in Miami. Guys, did y'all hear? Miami is doing a BOGO. If you buy a ticket to the AM game, you get a free Georgia Tech ticket. Did you hear about that? One, did you hear about that? I'm, I'm sorry. 
Say that again. <laughs> Miami, Miami, Miami. As a BOGO? Yes. If you buy a ticket to the A&M game this weekend, uh-huh. you get a free Georgia Tech ticket. Are they raffling them shits? What the hell? I don't know, but they're trying their hardest to sell that bitch out. Georgia Tech's <laughs> Georgia Tech's parents don't even want to go see Georgia Tech play, let alone anybody from Florida wanting to see Georgia Tech do anything. Right. Yeah, I saw right. Brett, Brett McMurphy on Twitter. I saw that first there from him, and I just immediately kind of just chuckled out loud. I can't help myself. Um, the fact that you have to do that much to try to get tickets sales with this kind of a game against a ranked team? Pretty bad. Oh, man. Listen, I think Miami's going to be better this season than last season, but I just think that Texas A&M is just too much. What I saw in week one, obviously just one week, small sample size, Connor Weigman and that offense had some firepower behind of it, and they looked good. They really looked good. I know it was an inferior opponent. They looked for what it's worth, they look good. And and honestly, so did Miami for what it's worth, too. Um, I just think when it comes down to it, the depth of Texas A&M on both sides of the ball is just going to be too much. That's just my thoughts. I mean, what do y'all have to say? I think, honestly, that if you look at it, Texas A&M easily has a top five roster in the conference. You can make that argument that it'd be top five, top ten in the country. I think Connor Wegman is going to be slinging it. I think I've, I've – I don't personally see Miami slowing down Texas A&M's wide receiving core. I think that's going to be one of their strengths, uh, let alone with their defense. I think it's going to pair up. I think Texas A&M is going to win it convincingly. I'll give you 10 points. 10, 10 point gap. Juan, what do you think, sir? Oh, I, I, mean, I, I think it's going to be a blowout. I, mean, I tried to be nice. Yeah, I was being nice for giving giving him ten points. I just think it's going to be a just. My question is, I guarantee you, there's going to be more A and M fans there than Miami fans, oh, and it's a hundred percent. And on national TV, how embarrassing would that be? But just like Keon said, Connor's got something to prove. Yeah, you know, he, he wants to go out right. there and, and make and make it happen. There's a lot of class of 2022 quarterbacks that are that are coming out there and, and, and playing, and he wants to be amongst. You know, those this, guys this year's quarterback class that's draft eligible is fucking loaded. It is mm-hmm. insane. Honestly. It's insane. Uh, next matchup. Coming off of an 81-point uh, outing, Oregon travels to Texas Tech where they lost to Wyoming in double overtime. Going to Lubbock. I don't think there's a question here that everybody chose Oregon. Quack, quack. Short and simple. Go Ducks. Yeah, yeah. Go I Ducks. think that I think I think Dan Lanning and that offense and defense, for that matter, just continues to roll, if you will. Um, sorry, Texas Tech, but you better go zero and two, and it's not. Yeah, ain't shit yeah. you can do about it. I think Oregon going to steamroll Texas Tech. How yeah, it's gonna be bad. Yeah, guys. Um, this one, this one's gonna be fun. I think for what it's worth, this is the game of the week, arguably the game of the season so far, hype wise. Texas Longhorns traveling to Tuscaloosa to take on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Um, yeah, this this has got the markings of just a major implications for both teams, right? This will be your first true test for both teams. 
And with that being said, the brigade, Keon, and myself choose Alabama. Kobe and Juan rocking them horns. Guys, what what why why the Longhorns? And we'll see and obviously we'll we'll contrast with the with the Bama picks. Kobe Juan, why did y'all choose the Longhorns? I just think that um I think the game was close last year. Obviously, it was kind of a messy game. I think that Sarkeesian and them are really going to focus on taking away the first read from Milrow and also limiting his ability to run the ball or trying to, I guess, at that point. Um, I think if you get Milrow into some second and third reads, I think you really open up the ability for him to make some crucial mistakes. I think if you get after him, pressure the quarterback, keep good rush lanes, I think you're going to be able to fluster him a little early. And then I just think Quinn Ewers, I think if he stays healthy last year in that game, they probably win it anyways. I think with um, Xavier Worthy, A.D. Mitchell, I think they're going to be able to go out and and throw the ball around. I know that Alabama has a good bit of injury in the DB room right now. Um, I think that's going to be a pretty big difference as well. Juan, what about you, sir? Yeah, I I mean, that was one of the first things that came across the the ESPN ticker was the – fact that they have a lot of injuries you know in that secondary and you're going up against like you said you talk about this upcoming class being you know the, the draft being QB rich I mean you've got one of the top guys in yours Milrow to me is just absolute garbage I mean he's just he's just trash he really is and I just don't see him being successful um against uh you know Texas Sarkeesian is going to be ready for him I'm just not a Milrow fan. I, I just don't like him. All right. Uh, real quick, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to just cut in front of you, Rob, but I, as a person that lives here in this state, right, let me tell everybody something. There's only two Texas teams that you should ever look for when it comes to big games, and that's the Astros and the Mavericks. Everybody else fucking sucks. Let me tell you. I'm not I'm just I'm just being honest because I've been at Texas games and I've watched them fold in prime time live and in person at DKR my own two eyes. You're not going to this game, are you, though? Hell no. It's It's in Alabama. Then we're fine. Then we're fine. No, but either way, I'm trying to tell you, look, look. Jalen Milrow is going to come out here and ball Texas, their defense. They couldn't even win their own conference last year, let alone you think they're going to come and beat Bama? The team that actually won the conference last year got the shit smacked out of them by Bama. I I don't think this is going to be one of those ones where it's going to be close, honestly. I think Bama beats them convincingly. They don't have anything prepared for Milrow and these audible runs that he's just going to he's just going to end up doing not plays that they're carving up for him. They're not going to have anything to do with it. Either way, Xavier worthy drop issues. We know AD Mitchell's his history with drop issues. Quinn Ewers overhyped overrated over just, he's just not him. And we're going to come back after this game is played and we're going to sit back and we're going to talk about it. And y'all are going to be like, wow, Texas really shit themselves. Keon, you were right. <laughs> I'm telling you what's happening. I swear to you, that's exactly how this is going to go. 
because Bama's going to go out there and beat them by at least 13, and we're going to come back to this, and y'all going to be like, wow. Hey, Juan, would Milrose start at Buford? Mm. <laughs> y'all, are, yeah. y'all are too – Not right now, he wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, not, yeah, not, not, over, not over Rayola. Not over Rayola. Yeah. Rayola is horrible. He's, he's absolutely horrible. He's atrocious. For what it's worth, I, I picked I picked Bama. I picked Bama, and the reason why I picked Bama is because in big-time matchups, Bama has that clutch gene, and, I, and again, Texas has it. Until proven otherwise, you have to roll with Bama in this opinion, especially in Tuscaloosa, because we know just how hard it is to go into Tuscaloosa and come out with a victory. I, I think that matters. Um, and I'm not a Closet Bama fan. To hell what you say there. Chill out. He's definitely an Auburn fan. Closet Auburn. I'll get out of here with that. You, Where's your tattoo? Where's your shirt? Where's your Simon shirt? I noticed that shirt has been non-existent. Yeah, it He got it. It's Salmon. No. Salmon it is. Tell what you say, Juan. You don't know it. That salmon shirt sitting in a Goodwill somewhere. I still got it. No, I still got it. I'll rock that thing around every once in a while. Get mad all you want. At least it don't have the A on it. Um, But, no, in all seriousness, I just think big-time matchup, right, primetime, big lights. I I think the run game is going to be the X factor here. And if if that's the case, I I do think Milro can make enough throws, right? I don't think you have to – you're not going to be in the situation where you force him to throw and win the game that way. I, I just think Bama's run game can get going enough against Texas. I think they're better defensively than what they were last year along the line, but we'll see. I just got to go with Bama until they burn me. I, I've picked against them one time and I got burned. So I'm just going to leave that there. So I got Bama. Uh, guys, last uh, last true pick of the week, obviously, Ball State. Yep. Ball State, Georgia. Guys, everybody pick Georgia. Quick uh, quick predictions. Uh, what's the score prediction? Uh, Kobe, what's your score prediction, sir? Do you have one? About the same as it was this week. 48, okay, to, you know, 48 to 7. You know, okay. maybe, maybe you get another touchdown in. Um, you know, maybe you go 56 to 7. Um, okay. Maybe not. I still think slow-paced, methodical football. I mean, it may even be like, 45, 48, somewhere around there. Juan, do you have – You feel like kicking. Yeah. Juan, what about you? What do you have? Would you have a prediction? Uh, I'm going to give him a pack special, you know, 63 to 3. Keon, do you have a prediction, score prediction for this? Whole lot to none at all. I'm going to go just for the hell of it. I'm going to go 48 to 3. I think 48 to 3 sounds fair to me. 63 to 3 would be a long bus ride home. Oh, God, yeah, would it? Would it ever? Guys, locks of the week. Wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Oh, okay. We were talking about – okay, I just want to make sure we're talking about Ball State and Georgia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. you. I know we ain't talking Texas Bama about that. Yeah, um, no, wait, wait, uh, Here's Kobe and Juan. Y'all both picked Washington over Tulsa as your lock of the week. I picked Duke over uh, Lafayette. And Keon chose Ohio State over Youngstown State. Uh, I think I think all these are fair picks for what it's worth. Just going to leave that there. Upset of the week. Here we go. Keon chose UCF over Boise State. Kobe, you chose ECU over Marshall. Juan, the hottest. 
Stanford over Southern Cal. My word. I'm swinging uh, big. I'm swinging for the fans. Jesus, man. are you ever. I chose Arizona State over Oklahoma State in Tempe. Um, I think Rashada is going to prove and stab another stab a fork into the heart of Florida fans, pun intended. Um, yeah. Now, I need to hear this. Ashton looked really good against uh, Hawaii, right? Do we think he continues the same thing? I don't see why not. It's 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 USC's defense. I would we'll think. See, yeah, we'll see. Depending on how that line holds up, you know. Oh, uh, that's I'd, true I'd too. Love I'd love a shootout. That'd be great. Yeah, are you, are you going to that game or no? Yeah, yeah, I'll be there. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm going to all the games this year. Oh man, traveling man. Yeah. Get them frequent flyer miles getting racked up. Yes, sir. Look at you. That way, it, next year I'll be. It'll be right down the road. Being they're being in the ACC. Yeah. Speaking of, you're going to be able to get probably go to some nice North Carolina matchups. It's still yeah. 85. Juan, you need to stop in Thomasville on the way up here one time. We'll get some lunch, man. Yes, sir. Yes, Got to do that. Got to do that. Guys, any final thoughts before we wrap this thing up? Uh. Bama's going to fuck them up, bro. I'm sorry. Um, Call me up. Go ahead. I mean, there's Call no me. other way else to say it but Texas fans. <laughs> they, really be- <laughs> they really about to smack fire out, y'all. And I really hope y'all are ready for that. Because Keon, when we come- I'm so off guard with that. Jesus Christ. I'm a I'm a double down too because it's I remember Keon's first week of NFL Cowboys win too this weekend. No, they don't. No, they don't. No, they don't. Cowboys beat no, the Giants. Giants no. start Owen one. Y'all well, this is a Georgia podcast, and I got Andrew Thomas and Aziz Ojolari who finna go crazy. Oh God. God hope that we gonna have to, we gonna have to Yo, this got to be clipped. I'm just going to let y'all know. We're going to put – No, you got to – We posting this shit before the game. No, nah, fuck that. We posting No, you got to, bro. I'm sorry. Because when I'm right, when I'm right, the show, when we all come back here and acknowledge, wow, Keon, this shit wasn't fucking close. I need a public apology from both of y'all because I'm telling you, I've seen this story so many times in my life with Texas teams. That's why I root for them. That's why I root for them. I'm telling there's, you. There's your picture. There's your there's your thumbnail yeah, picture right there. Juan posted that up. Boom. <laughs> Wait a minute. Do it again. <laughs> oh, man. Rent, oh. Free, rent free. Rent free. Yeah. No, sorry. We were yeah, that's a, fi- that's a 15-yard penalty when they come over here. Hey, stop the cab. I Soft asses. Schlong slap them or something, man. Come on now. Enough of that. Guys, that's all we got for the night. It's it's Tom Juan. You got a, you're busy, man. You heading out tomorrow or you heading out Friday? No, uh Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Okay. So it's yeah. a night game, man. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, safe travel, sir. Yes, we'll sir. Talk before that. Um Not speed one. Appreciate you being no, here. Most yeah, absolutely. Thank you for wearing the hat, Kia uh Kobe. Uh G double G would be much appreciated. I think she fell asleep. Yeah. Probably Metamucil is going to kick in at some you, point. We'll see. Absolute garbage. I mean, yeah, I, she, I hope she hears. She she needs to hear that. Um, Keon, if you ain't a Georgia fan, what they need to know? Your team is trash, and you have to deal with that. Looking at you, Florida. We'll see y'all next time. All right, go dogs.
Go horns. Go dogs. Go dogs. Go dogs. Go horns. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.